0: Can't help it, I'm ball like a Celtic. I can't help it now. Can't help it now. I can't help it, nah, I bore like a Celtic. I can't help it, I bore like a Celtic. Alright, Celtics fans, we are back to another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPlacido, and we have a special double episode for you today. Gonna do a recap of last night's heat last night's Celtics heat game, uh, as well as tonight's game against the Cavs was a little under the weather yesterday. Couldn't quite stay up to do the recap for you. Uh, So today's podcast is going to run a little different than normal. I'll cover yesterday's game in its entirety in the first half. Uh, And then we'll run through the recap of today's game against the Cavaliers as well as kind of a standings check and talk about Jalen Brown here for a little bit. Uh, To get started, want to go through player of the game uh, for yesterday's game against the Miami Heat and need to give it to Kemba Walker. Uh, and at various parts, at various parts of the game, if you look at like the first half, probably would have went to Evan Fournier uh, because he was lights out in the first half. Kemba really stepped up in the second. Uh, put up incredible numbers, 36 points, six rebounds, seven rebounds. Four assists and a steal, uh, and only one turnover. Shot ultra efficient, over fifty percent from the field. Uh, got to the line, four of six from there. Overall, was doing everything that he needed to do. Uh, it's a tough loss. Celtics lose one twenty nine, one twenty one to the Heat. In their. I guess it's a three game skid for them, leading into tonight's game against Cleveland. Uh, but also back to back losses against the heat, which were arguably the two biggest games of the season uh, thus far for the Celtics. So Kemba, again, had a really solid game, had a really, really solid game. a lot of finishes in the lane, uh, a lot of tough drives, a couple really nice floaters. The whole like chemistry between him and Fournier, is special. Like, really special. They had, I don't know, I think it was like a five-minute stretch, maybe four-minute stretch, where every basket that was made was either by Kemba, assisted by Kemba, by or made by Fournier, or assisted by Fournier. And a lot of them were to each other. Like, they just really play well together. Uh, and... The good part is we've got playoffs coming up. The bad part is we decided to, you know, get some chemistry once JB is out, who, again, arguably is our best, if not, you know, he's a 1A, 1B player on the Celtics team. So that part sucks. Uh, But overall, it's good to see. I mean, again, they didn't come out with the win against the Heat. But this is a a game where offensively it's pretty solid. Like 121 points is a lot of points. The issue keeps falling back and how it's like how it's been all season long back on the defensive side of the ball. So 129 to the Heat, they just they were hitting everything. We'll dive into some of the negatives here, but I mean again I talked about it already, but Fournier. In the first half was unbelievable. Like really, really solid stats at halftime. So for Fournier, 17 points, 6 assists, and a steal at halftime. Shooting 6 of 10 from the field, 3 of 4 from 3. Lights out. With that being said, he did not really do much in the second half. He only ended the game with 20 points. So after a scorching hot start, 6 of 10, uh, ends the game 7 of 15. So tough second half for Evan Fournier. Uh, But at this point, it's just every game we kind of hit some sort of lull. So it is what it is. We need other guys to step up. We haven't had other guys step up. And that's been our problem all season long. You know, we've gotten lucky in a in a couple of the games where we had Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown just absolutely go off. Uh, But when you look at when you look at the season, when you look at you know the fact that Danny Ainge traded two second round picks for Evan Fournier, for him to be putting up you know twenty and twenty and seven, twenty and eight. You're not, you really can't ask for anything else. This is a guy that's giving us more than, you know, realistically what any Celtics fans were hoping for. Definitely not to start, but as of late, last four or five games, he's been outstanding. He really has. He's looked good. The other guy that looked solid tonight was Jason Tatum. Overall, I mean, ended 33 points, eight rebounds, six assists, a steal, a block. 12-21 from the field, 5-8 of eight from three. Super efficient night also. Uh, and realistically, like 22 points in the second half. Like he only had 11 at halftime. So had a really tough start to the game. Uh, but turned it on. But I'm going to turn into some of the negatives here because tonight we just defensively couldn't stop them. Like at all. Like, you look at their, look at their shooting stats to, for the Heat yesterday. 59% from the field, 53% from three, 17 of 22 from the free throw line. And we let, we let them just get too many open shots. And that's what absolutely killed us tonight. You saw both Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson really just torch the Celtics. 24 for Hero, 22 for Duncan Robinson. Four of seven from three for Hero, five of nine for three from Duncan Robinson. It's it's tough. They both played excellent games, uh, but the difference is like they got a lot of contributions from everybody. You know, even this was a game where Jimmy Butler got hurt, only played 17 minutes the entire game, and the Celtics still couldn't pull this off. Yeah, I, I heard John Corrales talk about this, but the way that the Miami Heat are playing this year, or well, I guess as of late, because they've been kind of disappointing all season long also, but as of late, the last month or so, this Miami Heat team is exactly how Brad wanted the Celtics to play. And we unfortunately just have not been able to see that. And a lot of it's due to, I mean, I'm not going to just, chalk everything up as injury, but injury plays a big part in it. We haven't had any continuity on the team. We haven't been able to play with a full roster. And now that the whole Jalen Brown injury happened, we're at a point where we're going to go an entire season without a single healthy game. So that part is tough. That part's tough. But again, you look at the way the Miami Heat are playing. They deserve it. They're playing good basketball. They just clinched their playoff berth. They're, you know, last ten games, seven and three. Celtics are three and seven. So when it comes down to it, when the Celtics really need to start performing, we shut the bed. And honestly, that's that's how this season is kinda of chalked up at this point. That's how it's been all season long. And it's extremely frustrating at this point, but you know, I guess the silver lining for this team is that it could be over pretty quick. And then next year is a new season. The beauty of you know, Jalen Brown going down now versus in a playoff run is that it's he's not gonna miss a lot of time next season, if any. Like he could be back for the start of the season next year. Which is good because honestly at this point I cannot do another season with constant injuries. I really can't like the Celtics got absolutely decimated with injuries this year, more so than any other team in the NBA. And again, you can't, you're not going to sit here and say that the entire season's a wash because of injuries, because we certainly had enough talent on this roster to make a run. Uh, We just didn't capitalize on anything. So, and now and that really showed tonight or yesterday, I should say, against the Miami Heat. Defensively, we're just we're not up to par. Like we haven't shown the ability all season long to stop teams on the defensive end. And the Miami Heat torched us two straight games. Like two bad games defensively against the Heat. And honestly, it doesn't really get much better. The game before that was horrible also. So, You know, it's it's tough. It's tough. I want to move past the heat game because we obviously have a lot to talk about uh, as far as standings, as far as Jalen Brown goes uh, and as far as the game tonight against Cleveland. So I'm going to wrap up there. Uh, We'll dive into the recap of the next game right after this uh, quick break for a word from our sponsors. (laughs) All right, guys, time for a new favorite sponsor alert, Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear, and the best part is all Venture Greens nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at venturegreensnutrition.com, use code CELTICS TAKE 15, that's CELTICS TAKE 15 for 15% off. You won't regret it. Alright, let's take a quick second here, shout out a new sponsor, Vidget. Vidget is the first gamified social network for sports bettors. It's 100% free to download and gives sports bettors like me and you a place to talk about sports betting and compete against friends. Vidget has a free play sports book, which gives you the opportunity to win real prizes like t shirts, Amazon gift cards, and even a PS5. They also have really cool betting league features which kind of works like fantasy football for sports betting. Download today using the referral CeltsPod, that's C-E-L-T-S-P-O-D, and get 2,500 free coins to start betting with. Day to do a double feature uh, where the Celtics lose again against the Cavs. Get to talk through some of the positives, some of the negatives I want to start today's podcast uh, or today's games podcast section uh, with player of the game. It's got to be Jason Tatum. Twenty nine points, eight rebounds, and assists, two steals, two blocks. So is getting it done defensively. Uh, Overall, pretty inconsistent night shooting. Uh, Took a lot of step backs that probably shouldn't have been taken. uh, With Kemba Walker, Marcus Smart out, didn't really do much facilitating either. Uh, And I think a large portion of that was just due to the fact that we were not hitting shots. We shot horrible from the field, but we'll get to that. Uh, But Jason Tatum, you know, put up points. He drove to the lane a decent amount. It seemed like he got to the free throw line more than he did. Six of eight, but, you know, was hitting free throws. Got there enough uh you know overall it's it's an okay game it's not it's not one of tatum's best it's definitely not one of his worsts. uh but overall all right uh the guy i think that played pretty well tonight was pritchard he was a, he was another guy that you know probably could have gotten player of the game if it weren't for like a vast point differential <laughs> uh but seven rebounds three assists and a steal Uh, slightly better shooting splits, 5 of 13, 4 of 9 from deep. Uh, Overall, I think he moved the ball pretty well. Uh, We didn't really have any guy that stepped up as far as assists go, uh, which is one of the reasons the offense was horrible today. Uh, 14 assists on the night. Pritchard, along with Tremont, led the team with three assists each, which is a horrible, horrible number. Uh, Looking at it. So honestly, that's pretty much it. I think we got pretty decent minutes from Aaron Neesmith, who started today. Had a pretty rough shooting night. 3 of 10, 0 of 4 from 3. Uh, I think defensively, he gave you a good amount. Uh, But overall, it's a pretty tough game. It's a pretty tough game. Uh, you look at some of the negatives. Besides you know, Evan Fournier late third quarter, fourth quarter. I mean, he looked pretty bad. Shooting numbers were bad. Uh, he had six points at halftime, two points in the first. So just really never, never really got anything going. Had six in the fourth, which I guess is a positive. Uh, but overall it's just tough. Nobody, nobody hit shots. You look at the numbers, 35% from the field, 29% from 3, only 14 assists, only 14 free throws. It's just not a it's not a good game. Honestly, this is a day this is a game where we held the Cavs to 33% from 3, 45% from the field, and we couldn't take advantage of it. Like we finally had a pretty good game defensively, which hasn't happened as of late. Held the Cavs to one oh two. Uh but our offense just fell flat. You know, again, no JB, no Kemba, no Smart, no Time Lord. It's you know, again, four of your top six, which is again the story of the season at this point. Uh it's tough. It's tough. I don't want to talk too much about it. Honestly, we're we're at a point in the season where nothing at this point matters except for wins. And if we can't do it, we're screwed. It's as simple as that. Uh you look at you look at the standings right now, and we're it's it's we're stuck in seventh. Before today's game, we had uh probably a one percent chance of sixth place. We needed to win our remaining three games. The Knicks also needed to lose their remaining three games, which again, not likely. Uh, So right now we have locked in. Well, we haven't even locked that in yet, but we are at a point where seventh is the highest we can go. If we lose our last two remaining games, it's possible for us to move back into the eighth seed. Uh, Again, probably unlikely, but it's possible. Uh, so overall, the Celtics are in a tough spot right now. The Celtics are in a really tough spot. Looking at the the standings, it's likely that we're gonna end up facing the uh, Hornets in Game One of the playing tournament. Right now, it's I guess the Hornets and the Pacers are both fourteen games back, and. I guess it really depends. The Hornets right now have the tiebreaker. So it's possible that we play the Pacers if the Hornets fall back a couple games. Both have three games left. Uh, But this is a, when we're 35 and 35 in the season, it's bad. I know a lot of people gave the Celtics shit saying they were a 500 team all year long. I was not one of those people. I definitely had some, I guess, more faith in the team, more faith that the injuries wouldn't decimate us as much as they have. And again, I've said it all. I've said it throughout the season. Like the injuries aren't the whole excuse, uh, but it's certainly part of it. So you know, it's it's just a tough it's a tough situation for the Celtics. Uh, at this point, it's the last two games really don't matter. So we'll see New York coming up. Uh, Then we've got another back-to-back. So it is what it is. I guess we have two days off. We've got the Wolves on Saturday, Knicks on Sunday. We don't know when the play-in tournament starts yet as far as specific days, uh, but we're likely to have at least one or two days off, maybe even three before that's seeded. Uh, But right now it's looking like either Hornets or Pacers. I don't want to see the Hornets. I really don't want to see the Pacers either. But again, if we're healthy to the point of possibility, meaning Kemba, Smart, Time Lord back, we obviously know Jalen Brown's not returning. Uh, But if we can get them back, we still can make a push and win that first playing game and make it into the playoffs. Uh, But it's a tough spot. It's a tough spot to be in like they've, they dug themselves in a ditch early and it's, it's not fun. This is a season looking back to, you know, earlier podcasts. I really thought the Celtics would be a, you know, a top three team in the East. You know, it, it looked like we, it looked like we were going to be, you know, and then we made the the move for Fournier, which I thought was a great move for two second round picks. And we just haven't been able to see him play, you know, a full, full schedule, just because he's been hurt also. And then we lose Jalen Brown to injury, and I want to talk about that, you know, because Jalen Brown was having his best season of his career by far, like by far, hit career highs in almost everything this season, and was a first-time All-Star. But you look at his stats throughout this year, like 40% from three, almost 48% from the field, the guy's six rebounds a game, three and a half assists a game, uh, 0.6 blocks, 1.2 steals, 25 points per game. Like, the guy just had an unbelievable season. He really did. And in my eyes, like... I I truly believe that he's the best player on the Celtics. Like Tatum is I think an overall better scorer or shooter, I guess I should say. Uh, but Jalen Brown, I think, is just more efficient. And I've said that a couple times on the podcast to friends, whatever it may be. Jalen Brown is very, very efficient. And it's it's tough. It's tough having, you know, even if you are going to call him a, a second best, you're going to put him at a 1A or 1B. Like, I I don't really think that there's a, a huge gap between Tatum and Brown. I really don't. Uh, and it's just unfortunate. You know, at this point, whatever whatever hopes Celtics fans, including myself, had in the playoffs, a lot of it relied on a fully healthy Celtics team and a big portion of that was Jalen Brown with him out. This is going to be like damn near impossible. So it is, it is what it is at this point. You just got to chalk it up as a, a shitty loss for the Celtics, a shitty season for the Celtics, but you just, you're kind of hoping, praying for everyone to get back healthy at this point. (laughs) I, I hate to say it. I love watching the Celtics. I love, you know, the intensity of playoff basketball, but right now the Celtics aren't showing any, any heart, any desire to be there. Uh, so, you know, that's pretty much where we're going to wrap up today. It's tough podcasts. Uh, definitely a lot more negatives and positives. Uh, that's pretty par for the course as far as this season goes. Uh, since we're going to wrap up, guys, try to keep things more positive the rest of the way through here. Uh, try to follow me on Twitter. Things are a little bit more positive there, at NBA Celtics guy. Uh Make sure to rate, review the podcast. Feel free to tweet me, message me, whatever. If you have any questions, if you want to hop on the podcast, love to have you. Uh, but other than that, have a good night, Celtics fans, and we will see you on Saturday. I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it now. Nah, I can't help it now. Nah, I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic.